This is Jimmy and Annette, and of course, Mr. Chevy is with us today. We are living up in a down world, and this is podcast number 38. So we're rolling right along. We want to welcome you to our show today, and we are so glad that you're here and that you've joined us, and we just want you to listen and participate by going to our website, Living Up in a Down World. You can always leave a review. You can write us a note, leave a comment, or you can find us on social media, Facebook. 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 Why did you say it that way? Well, because we were talking about algorithms earlier oh. today, and it just got me in a bad mood you mean about Facebook. The devil. Oh my gosh, we learned so much this week. We did. Uh, t- talk a little bit about what we got to do. I mean, we had a lot going on, well, right? The first of the, Sunday we left after church. After church, well, church wasn't even over, and we you just well, I mean, right handed the, the mic to someone yeah. else, just the, another pastor, <laughs> and said, "We got to go catch a plane." So we left. We went to San Antonio, got on a plane to Dallas, went to a conference for a few days at Gateway, and it was one of the best conferences we've ever attended. So who was speaking? Because oh there were amazing speakers. Christine Kane, yeah. um, Dr. Tony Evans, Joyce Meyer, Craig Groeschel, mm-hmm. and Robert Morris. It was, and it was wow. It was a wow time honestly and also in terms of leading worship if you're familiar with the christian music oh, world martin smith yeah martin smith from delirious and brooke i never can remember her leggenwood 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 she's from hillsong and uh, she's on her in own Australia. and stuff but anyway they they participated with the gateway worship team which those guys are phenomenal it was powerful it, it was, was so it, powerful i okay since our sabbatical, something's happened to me. I I've become. I told you people weren't going to recognize you. And I'm it's a complete crybaby. I mean, when we when worship <laughs> starts, whether it's at our own church, which it did this Sunday, and I here they came, you know, or whether we're at a conference. Oh, or you whatever. were crying the moment they came out it, to lead worship. I was wow. I mean, God has really done a work, a deep, deep, deep work in yes, me. Yes, for sure. And. uh I, I mean, I think the ripple effect of that is going to just continue to go out, and, and I think I'm going to discover new things that he's done in me. It's mind-bending. Yeah, really. it is. It wow. is. I, I, when I turned and looked at you, when that when they <laughs> first came out, you know, in the first five minutes of that conference, right. and saw you weeping, it just, wow, I was just like... Wow, the rest of the conference, I can't even imagine what, what's going to happen by the time we, we leave. And it was... It was powerful. It was a it, powerful conference. This, it was for pastors and leaders. Right. It was very much um, kind of, how would you describe the, I mean, the tone of it was. The speakers, you mean? Yeah. What they were saying. What they the were themes. saying. The theme. It was all. It was, it was actually, it was calling pastors and leaders up and calling them Out. out. Yeah. To say it's time to get back. COVID's over. Let's go. It, it's let's, and some people would say COVID's really not over. But right, you know what I'm saying. In though. the I sense mean, of the crisis, we're not under. Yeah. Let's go. We got to get back on mission, and I, and that's really what I was already there in my own heart. In fact, I preached a message last week on that very thing. Right. Let's get back on mission. Uh, talking about the Great Commission and 
talking about the power of our words, even in the context of the Lord's Prayer. So all, all I got from them was confirmation of mm-hmm. what God has been saying in me really for months, but all of a sudden I'm hearing it everywhere. But we're seeing so many pastors compromise their faith Mm. to get accolades from people Mm. and they want to please people, but we're supposed to please God, number one. Yeah. And I'm glad you've chosen not to go down that route. And that was... 51%. Yeah, fifty one percent. You talked about that's all. He's like me. <laughs> and and I, you know, in listening to all the speakers, it was the theme was the same. And I don't mm-hmm. even know if that was planned. God usually always that, somehow it it does. weaves into the same mm-hmm. um, theme, even if a pastor yeah. says, "Hey, do what God what God's putting on your heart." It's amazing what happens. Yeah, the Holy the Spirit moves in and begins yes. to massage it and, and move it towards mm-hmm. something, and then these themes pop up. And so the themes were: it's time to shake off the dust. It's time to brush off the dirt from your last fall. It's time to bandage the wounds and get going. Get back in the game. Yes, you know I'm always going to use athletics, but get back on the playing field, get back in the ring, get back in the battleground. The message we want for our church, not just our pastors, but our church. Mm -hmm. It's time to quit being complacent in our faith. That's right. We need to be active and not so passive in our faith. We just jumped right in, didn't we? We did, (laughs) but that's okay. But it's true because we're passionate about this. God is God is up to something Mm -hmm. as, or as we quote C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia, Aslan is on the move. God is on the move, and I don't want to miss anything. I mean, we've we've heard about you know the revivals popping up all over America right now, and I'm like, well, why not here and why not now? Well, a revival's just waiting to happen. He's just waiting for someone to stand up and and say yes. That's just say all. yes. Just give him your yes. Yes. The way I put it is, we need to be a revival, mm-hmm. looking for a place to break yes. out. Yes. And, you know, so show up and say, all right, the revival's here because. I'm being revived in my own heart, my own spirit. Because that's what a revival is. is, It is. Is laying down Mm -hmm. everything and saying, I'm here, God. That's it. Use me. Do what you want with me. And then hopefully, prayerfully, other people will take note and do the same thing. And then you could have crowds of people. That's how a revival begins. It reminds me of Isaiah in chapter 6 as he's standing before the God. He has this vision. Mm -hmm. He says, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high High and and lifted lifted up. up. The train of his robe filled Filled the temple. temple. I mean, what a vivid picture. And his response was, woe Woe. is me. (laughs) I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean Mm -hmm. lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Mm -hmm. I mean, he literally is saying, I can't even stand in your presence. And that's where we need to that's get it. to. That's it. Us, it starts with us. Yeah. It starts with you. It starts with leaders. It starts with you. Yeah. I mean, when, and then when it Aaron, trickles when, down. When Aaron poured the oil, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, or when the oil was poured over Aaron, this, the psalm says it ran down his beard. Mm-hmm. It starts on the top. And so, whatever level of leadership you find yourself in, you, you need to say, you know what? If it's to be, it begins with me. Right. So, I'll put myself on the altar. And I'll let, I'll let God light me on fire, so to speak, and let's go. Let's let's well, get it in gear. And I think there's a lot of churches, and you can explain this as I say this, that are compromising the Word of God to please people. I think God will stamp Ichabod on those churches, and you yeah. might explain yeah. what I just said. Yeah, well, Ichabod means the Lord is no longer here. Yeah, I mean it's it's a stamp. It's it a, is. It's a, 
it's a mark to say that God's presence has departed this place. And I, I believe it will when you when you see these churches yeah. that are are compromising. I was meeting with our elders last night. I had a three hour meeting with them, and what uh, I was doing is rallying the troops, just saying, guys. No more compromise. Straight on. We we got to pray for revival. Got to believe in God's given words and showing us things. And I mean, literally, we're I'm I'm blown away by what's happening right now. Our church is on the verge of a blow oh, up in a good I way. Totally believe revival. That. So I met with my elders, and I love these men. And of course, they're like all in. And I, what I was saying was, you know, we can't quench a revival. God's going to bring a revival. We can't stop a revival, but God will, if we don't receive and participate and cooperate with him, he'll move it down the road to some other group of people that's crying out for revival. So you can't stop, you can't stop a revival no more than you can stand in front of a wave in the ocean and stop it. It'll just bowl you over. So, but it will go on and you can either catch the wave and ride it, or you can stand there and try to fight and resist it. And it'll just move on past you. After it knocks you over. <laughs> well, it's interesting because we're going to have a prayer night, prayer and worship oh, night. I'm so pumped about this. Usually when we have a night of worship, there's baptism and, right. and we're just all worship and a little bit of prayer. This is more prayer with a little bit of worship um, sprinkled in. And uh, we're being, being very intentional about the worship. Um, Pastor Russ is coming up with some songs that um, with the theme that goes along with the, the Lord's Prayer. But it'll be interesting because we're doing this on October 15th to see how many people actually show up. Mm-hmm. That's going to that's gonna be very telling. Now, I understand people have things they have to do and everything. But typically when you have a prayer service, when you say, I have a night of worship, we have a good amount of people right. show up. But when you have a prayer service, it will be so interesting how many people actually attend. It's, it's going to be very telling. Well, on Sunday, I challenged our I church pretty directly. I mean, I, I just pretty straight up. And, yeah. and again, it's it's not to be caustic or to be bold or bragged or audacious, mm-hmm. but it is to say God's given us courage and we need to walk in courageous faith and we need mm-hmm. to step up and stand up yeah. and say, here we are, Lord, use us, send us. So I challenged the church. I said, I said the same number that are here today, we had what, 445 people in church mm-hmm. on Sunday, but close to 450. And I'm like, that's what we should have at the prayer service. Mm-hmm. It should be us coming together to pray and ask God for spiritual awakening and revival. Mm-hmm. I, I I love reading about revivals breaking out in other but places. But I want to be a part of one. Uh, exactly. And I don't want to fly to another state to be a part of one. I want it here because God's reviving right. our spirit. Yeah. So that was a, that was a go, going back to gateway. That was, um, it just, it ended on Tuesday evening. Right. It was beautiful. We flew back Powerful. Wednesday. And uh, wow. We had one day to turn one around. One day to turn around. Wash our clothes. And, yeah, and then and we repack. go to another conference. Yeah, repack and be ready for, for the second conference, which was um, Spark a, Media. Yes, you say it. Yeah, Spark Don't. Media Ignite, Ignite Podcasters yeah. Conference. And uh, it was put on by Misty Phillip and her family. And they had about 150 attendees, and it was, it was excellent. It was. They did everything with excellence. And I it was, was a, I, I don't, I didn't know what to expect. We've never been to a it, podcasters conference because it we really went a conference. It was an awards, right? But it had a lot of uh, there was breakout yeah, times where they had speakers, speakers. Yeah, and they weren't long, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Just short, thirty to forty minute speakers right. to help you. 
develop Some of them, your I was podcast. Like, Could he talk longer? That was I know, really good. I know, <laughs> but it was, was very interesting and yeah. more spiritual. I mean, I, I know oh, it's a Christian. There was a lot of depth. Christian so, podcast, but it was event, ministry focused. But it was very ministry focused. Yeah, very and impressed. It was wonderful. So we went with our dear friends uh, Adam and Tina Curry of Adam Curry was, and the Keeper yes. and No Agenda Fame, and uh, we flew together. And man, what a just what a sweet adventure it was. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun, for one thing, because we, we all love each other and love hanging out. So we actually flew out of a municipal airport. We were blessed to fly on a private plane. So mm-hmm. that was my first gig to go on a private plane. But, you know, Adam Curry, he's the pot father. Oh, he's so going to do, gonna do it first class. That's right. So we, we jumped on a plane in, in, in our little town, our little airport. We flew directly to Houston into another little airport, and Misty picked us up at the airport. And we were able to just, I mean, within an hour and 10 minutes, we were there and already at the at the venue. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of good things that happened. First of all, just never having attended a podcast conference, knowing not what to expect. So we walked in just kind of like, okay, what's going on here? And, of course, a lot of people re- recognized Adam right off the bat. I mean, like they were fawning. It was hilarious. Well, people were excited that he was going to be a keynote, the keynote speaker. speaker. And, and I'll brag about him in just a minute. So, but we, we started stopping at booths and saying hi to people. And then, and then Adam said, said, Jimmy, I want you to come over here. I want to, I want to introduce you to somebody. So we go over to a booth and on the booth, it says focus on the family. I'm like, Oh, I know this ministry. And then and he introduced me to Rob Kilpatrick and Rob is just one of those gentle, strong mm-hmm. souls sharp. He's been working for focus on the family for 37 years. Wow. And uh, we just had a wonderful conversation, and I was shocked to find out that he has listened to our podcast. I so I was honored and blessed by that. But just wow! I mean, because sometimes, okay, there's a th- okay. Those of you that are listening, if you're not a podcaster, you need to understand every speaker that got up that's a podcaster said this at one point during their presentation. I've often wondered if anyone is listening. Yes. Because there's not great feedback mechanisms right. in right. podcasting. If you're preaching live in a church, people clap, yell, or shout you down. Or if you're thing. on YouTube, you can yeah. hit the share button, you, you can hit chat, the likes, you, you can the chat. chat. Box. It's totally in different. Podcasting, it's it's just going out there into the air, mm-hmm. <laughs> into, it's the, like radio. into the, the yeah. world wide web, and you just wonder where it's landing. Right. So you don't always know. And so every one of them, even the ones that won awards and were rated top, they all said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we wonder if anyone's listening and if it's worth our time to do. Right. And uh, I thought I thought I was the only one who thought those things. <laughs> yeah, because how many times have we said, maybe we shouldn't do this yeah, because maybe, I don't maybe, know if it's... Because yeah. I don't want to... And here's the thing. We, we don't want to do anything that's not going to bring value to people. That's right. Because that's that, right. That's, it's got to be meaningful and Absolutely. bring value. And if we're going to take the time and put the work into this... I want God to to honor that, yes, and it to be helpful. And so, everybody, you know, at that conference, they all they all feel the same way, and they're all. It, it's not about them; it's about mm-hmm. what can we do to get the gospel yeah. to people and help them, it was give them hope. It was beautiful. All was kinds beautiful. of different podcasts, mm-hmm. yet all with the central theme yes. of Jesus is Lord. I, I came away very inspired and very encouraged and feeling like we're not alone, mm-hmm. even though Adam and Tina have just been come around us and they're coaching us and walking with us. Um, it's good to know there's others out there that right. feel the same way and struggle with some of the same struggles that, you know, we're, a lack of confidence or can we really do this or does it really matter? And 
So it was good to have that. I, we felt like but we were know, part you, of a community. You feel this way a lot on Sundays, wondering, because yeah. this is what the enemy does to you oh, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Is Did anybody, I hit the mark? Yeah. Or is Did anybody going to show up today? <laughs> Are we going to drive up to church? Of course, we go early. But I've had nightmares like that. I know. That's what I'm saying. And so it's really no different than, than right. you being a, a preacher at the church. You're wondering if people are going to show up. And then so you're amazed that they stress, do. Why? I don't know. Why did you? <laughs> no, here's the bottom line is we want to look at every possible channel to get the good news of Jesus Christ exactly. out there. If you're listening today, that's our heart for you, that you would know Jesus. He yes. already knows you, but we want you to know him. And that's why we do what we do. That's why we take our time. We spend our own money to get all this gear and put all this together. And it is because we care about you and we want you to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and he, we want you to be able to live up in a down world. Because absolutely. It's it, crazy out there. Yes. And we don't always... We're not always up, but we can get up pretty quick once we put our eyes on Jesus, period. And how do we do that? That's a good, oh, good statement goodness. right there. Well, you know, we've talked about this today earlier on how... Well, talk about your the storm. Mm. Talk about the storm because this is going to lead us right into okay, what Okay, about two and a half weeks say. ago, I mentioned this, I think, on one of the podcasts, but I just want, I want you to hear this yeah, again because so there's good. a point to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed to drive into town. Uh, we live about 16 miles outside of our town, so we live out in beautiful Texas Hill Country. So I needed to drive into Fredericksburg. Our daughter lives and her husband live in an apartment there and she needed a ride cuz he hit a deer so it was his trucks out of commission for a bit. So no big deal, right? I'm going to run to town, pick her up, run her over to the church for rehearsal for worship even though I wasn't playing on the team that night, so I was just going to drop her off and come home. And I was telling you, there's a big storm coming. Yeah, we had seen the storm clouds that. building in in the you know over Fredericksburg. Yes. And we were like, those look pretty ominous. It they was look ominous. pretty dark. So I start driving into town, and I run into some of the most severe weather I've ever driven in. And you and I have been in some serious weather. I would not have been able to handle. No, it. you would have lost your mind. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I mean, you would have been. <laughs> you like tornadoes and storms and all that. I'm not. That is not me. You would be a storm chaser if you weren't a preacher. Come on. I could have been the yes, one. You yes, would. yes, you would. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> Twister's one of my favorite, famous yes, all, all-time is. favorite movies. It is. So anyway, so I'm driving, and I mean, it gets so bad. You know, everyone's got their flashers on on the road. People are pulling off on the road. Now, I've learned something about storms. If you're in a storm, you can either sit there and get pounded, or you can drive through it and punch out on the other side. So I keep moving. And I've learned that through the years of driving through But you're not afraid storms. you're going to hit someone well, in front of you? Everybody's got their blinkers on. You're driving three miles an hour. I mean, at this point, so at one point, it got so intense that, I mean, there was hail coming down. I was like, Lord, and I was praying to, Lord, don't let hail damage my car, break my windshield, you know, and cause damage. And so I was praying and, and driving slowly. My Almost my forehead was up to the windshield. I was just trying to see because it was so intense. You could barely see the road. And at a couple of times, you couldn't see the road. But what I could see by looking up I, on the horizon, I could see the trees that are on the side of the road. And they were bending ridiculously. I knew there was rotation in the clouds because I'd spotted that and I know how to how to read all that stuff. So I knew it was serious. Mm-hmm. You know, you get microbursts, you get gust natos. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen, uh, downbursts that can be really, they can be as dangerous as a small tornado. So I, we were in that. That was what was happening. Not we, you. Well, I mean, the other cars that were oh, around okay. me were all, I'm like, I wasn't y'all there. become kind of a weird community in that moment of crisis. And like I said, many of them are pulling off the side of the road. And then what happened was, 
the wind stopped for a second and it completely switched directions. Wow. And and the tree started bending the opposite the way. way. Now, anybody's a storm chaser knows whether that's not a good sign. No, no. That that means there could be circulation that's now pulling the wind into it like a funnel a tornado mm-hmm. so anyway i'm looking for that but you can't there's no way you could see so, you, so there was a moment where i thought okay this could get really bad <laughs> and and in the middle of all that finally i was able to punch through and got clear and then the sun came out it was the craziest thing you know and then you know there's movement and when i drove back through back home uh, there was debris everywhere. Wow. I mean, trees, branches, and all that. But what I was really, what was remarkable is that these trees were bent, but they weren't getting broken. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what a reminder of, of us as followers of Jesus. I mean, the storms, <laughs> the winds blow, mm-hmm. the storms come. Sometimes life, situations, circumstances, diagnoses, just slam you. I sat with a man today who is probably going to die tonight or tomorrow. That quick? Really? Yeah, yeah. He's got stage four pancreatic cancer. Just found cancer. out. Just found out a week or two ago. Actually, last Wednesday. And now he's already going to pass. So and, another and funeral. And so when I heard today that they had taken him home for hospice care and it didn't look good, I just drove straight out to his house. He lives out in the country. And I sat down with this precious man and held his hand. I prayed with him. I talked to him about Jesus, make sure he's at peace. And he said, I know Jesus is my Savior. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm ready to go into his arms. And he would say that between falling asleep because mm-hmm. his organs are starting to shut, shut down. down. So he's right. in hospice care. And, um, and, of course, his daughters were there, and they said, yeah, he could go you know, anytime now. So I wanted to make sure I got there. I didn't want to not go and then regret not getting out there. And uh, sitting there, it's just so sobering to see that life can hit you hard. Mm-hmm. It can come out of nowhere. I've got a friend tomorrow, my friend Mark, who lives out in Arizona. He's having surgery. And recently he had a real cancer scare and they said they found it. And then we prayed and then it was gone. But He's got a surgery because they had to do some things to prep for the major surgery. Now they got to unprep him in a sense. It all has to do with his colon and stuff. I don't understand all that. But anyway, we have people that are close to us where life is caved in on mm-hmm. them. And if you're listening to this today, and I know there are many people that will oh, hear yes. this, and you would say, I'm, I don't have cancer, and maybe you do. But life has caved in on me. Things are not working. And I feel like I'm about to break. I, I, I am definitely bent. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm afraid I'm at the snapping point. I don't. We've used that language before. I feel like I'm about to break. I'm about right. to snap. Or mm-hmm. I'm at my breaking point. Mm-hmm. That's a common word to use. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that, that we know about God, we, Annette and I, we've always tried to live what we call a but God life. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that? <sighs> It's just knowing that we have hope in the midst of the worst circumstances, that even though it looks bad on the surface, but God, God can do anything. He can help us rise above those circumstances. It's, It's like we were talking earlier. We were bent. We have been bent, but we were never broken. He's, he's. He's such a good God. He's going to see to it that we get through things. And that's what a good God does. It doesn't mean he's going to keep us from those things happening. 
because we live in a fallen world yes. and things are going to happen yeah, to us. Things break. How yeah. many times have we had diagnosis or um, uh, relationship quarrels or um, sickness, uh, loss of jobs, different different things. Deer runs out in front of your car. Yeah, exactly. We we all have things that happen. But we've got our whole goal as Christians. If you're a Christian, our first thought should be we've got to turn to God That's and right. look up to him That's right. and know that he's going to take care of it somehow yeah. because he gives us hope. Yeah. That's the God we know. And he always does. And it's never in the timing that we want right? because we live on human time. He lives on <laughs> a whole infinite. different, <laughs> infinite time. And so, um, but he always gets us through and he has, yep. he's always gotten us through. Always. He has. He's faithful. And so to live a but God life means, yeah, this may be difficult and this may be hard, but God. One of the things that I was talking to you about earlier is how how I've gotten through some of those um, challenges that we've had throughout yes. our life. <clears throat> Excuse me. And typically, when I'm having a really down day, or I'm having a, a moment where the enemy's just taken my thoughts and just twisted everything, um, or I've had a, a major challenge that we've had to get through, the first thing I do is turn on worship music. Yeah. Now, why does that, why do, what does that do to you when well, you do that? Well, it, it, it raises my spirit because when you're putting your eyes on the creator, your creator, there is something about worshiping the creator that takes you, you're putting your eyes on him and taking your eyes off of your circumstances. If you look at the book of Psalms, if a lot of the verses start with praise the Lord and a lot of them end with praise the Lord, you look at the, the new Testament, the, um, the model prayer, the Lord's prayer, it starts with a praise. It ends with a praise that is the model prayer for us as we are praying through challenges. But the first thing we need to do is say, is, is recognize God in the situation. People that don't know God don't have, they, they don't know. They don't, they don't have that hope. So they're trying to fix things on their own or they're um, using drugs and alcohol or, or addiction, whatever, escapism. Yes to get through things. But as a Christian, our number one should be to go to God, period. And for me, I always, um, you know, music has always played a huge part in my life, even as a, as a young person. And I loved, you know, the rock and roll stations as a young person. And I remember, you know, turning on songs that, that made me happy when I was in a bad place in my life. And when I became a Christian, um, and really walked out my Christianity, not just being introduced and, yes, God, I know who you are, but I'm putting you on a shelf. But when I began to really release my will to him, it it changed drastically to where I have to turn on worship music so I can just worship him and, and uh, feel him. That's when I really feel mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it lifts it's my beautiful. spirit. It lifts my spirit. I love that. Um- I remember hearing a message one time about a guy saying that 
that he had this summer where his yes. he had to get a summer job. His dad was all over him. He's a teenager. I love this message. And uh, and he was he got employed by uh, a Dairy Queen, <laughs> and they had this big ditch, like a big bar ditch, in front of their Dairy Queen. It was really long, and it, it faced a busy road in their little town. And he spent half his summer with a with a yo-yo. If anybody knows what a yo-yo is, it's for, it's a, called a weed whacker, and it's not one with a motor on it. You, it's hand. You just you swing, you swing, you swing, and he had to do that for a summer. And all of his friends would r- drive by and laugh at him, make fun of him, and here he was in that ditch. And he said, at one point, he was just ready to just go just go tell the boss, forget it. I'm out. This is a dumb job. Mm-hmm. This, you know, I'm smarter than this. I'm better. And in the middle of that, he had committed his life to Christ and God began to speak to him in one of those hot days. Mm-hmm. He said, I was either really sun stroking, you know, like delirious <laughs> or God was speaking to me. And he said, the Lord said, you need to praise your way out of out this of bar ditch. ditch. And he was like, what? He said, praise your way out of this yes. ditch. And he started using that, the rhythm of that yo-yo going back and forth, swinging it back and forth. And he started singing songs that he knew and praising God and praying in rhythm to that yo-yo. And he said, literally, after a few days of this, then his that cloud began to lift off of him. His friends would drive by and he had a smile on his face instead of looking dejected and, mm-hmm. and down. And, and he literally said, I praised my way out of that bar ditch. You know, we heard that, gosh, probably... 25 years ago, ago. and I still remember remember that story. I will never forget that story. Because there are times when you do feel stuck. You feel like you're down in the weeds, and it's like, I can't even see because the weeds Mm -hmm. are so high, or the debris and the stuff of life. And and that sermon comes back to me that I need to praise my way out of this bar ditch. I need to begin to praise God in the darkness. The scripture talks in Psalm 23 about the valley of the shadow, the shadow of death. death. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for for you are with, with me. me. And uh, that idea of even when you're down in that valley, you're down in that bar ditch, you're down in those places, that's when you start to praise. But it's also the time when you don't feel like it. Right. And this is where we're called upon to walk by faith and, and not, not by, by sight. sight. Right. And so a lot of times a signal for me to praise God and worship is when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's like an autopilot. It's like a flag goes off in me and says, that's all the more reason to put on some music that's, mm-hmm. that praises God and honors right. Him and enter into worship. And so a lot of times you come in the opposite spirit of what you're feeling, what your flesh is telling you, and you're like, okay, I, I don't want to, but I need to. I have to. And so in a way, you're, you're praising yourself out of your own bar ditch, or you're praising God out of your own bar ditch. Well, and I, I heard a preacher say one time that people come in with their palms up or their palms down. Mm. And when their palms are up, they're, they're praising God. But when their palms are down, you know, they're not in a good place. They're, and I, I realized, gosh, I don't want to judge people that can't get there. But I do want to pray that they can get That's there, beautiful. that they can get to that point where their palms are up yes. and they're literally surrendering. Yes. They're surrendering their circumstances, their challenges to the Lord and saying, I can't do this anymore. Because I think that thing, so much of us think we have to fix everything. Right. And if we would just give it to God. And it's so hard because a lot of times we'll give it to him and then we'll take it back. <laughs> and he's like, True. I was right there about yeah. to yeah. take that yeah. from you and you took it back. Yes. How many times has that happened? I know. 
And we've got to get to the point of maturity mm-hmm. to where we give it to him and say, okay, it's all yours. And then yeah. you take your hands off of it. And That's now right. your palms are looking at God. So back to our palm tree or our trees. Yes. We don't want palm trees here in the hill country. These trees that I saw, this bent but not broke it thing, that that became has become through the years a statement that I make. I say, I'll even in my prayer time mm-hmm. say, Lord, I may be bent today, but I am not broken. Yes. In the name of Jesus, I am not broken. I, I don't agree with that. Um I I Christ in me is the hope of glory. I mean, I just use the word of God to to <laughs> praise my way. Right. And preach my way, preach to myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to preach to yourself. Yes. And let the word of God do what the word of God does because it has power and your words have power. And so sometimes when you're when you're out, you and Tina left, you know, for y'all did something on Monday, went to a doctor's appointment. It gave me an hour or two here. And I walked through the house and I preached to myself. I was preaching through the house and <laughs> praising was God. Doing? It, oh, totally crashed out on the couch, <laughs> wondering what I was up to, but he didn't care. So you were preaching out loud. Out you loud. I walked through the house and preached and prayed through the house because sometimes you need to say things out loud. You got to be declarative and pro, you know use proclamation to get your words into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And our words, when they're anointed with the word of God, actually seed the atmosphere and change the atmosphere. Yes, absolutely. And I, I've believed that for many years and we've seen the power of that. But this idea, there's some of you listening and you feel you feel bent and you feel like you're on the verge of snapping. And I would I would just give you this this maybe this encouragement to out loud say, because this is easy to remember, I may be bent, but I am not broken. And you can tell that to God. You can tell that to the devil and tell it to yourself. Tell it to your situation. Mm-hmm. I may be bent, but I will not break. Right. I am not done. This is not over. In Genesis chapter 50, when uh, Joseph was talking to his brothers after he got exalted to, you know, it's a long story, but Joseph says this to the, his brothers. He says, you intended to harm me, and then the next two words, but, but God. God. Mm. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, good. to mm. accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives. That's a but God life right Which there. Which he ended up turning around saving his own brothers who sold him who into slavery. Horribly. Yes. And that's a but God mentality. That's living up in a down world. The idea of of, you know what? This was this came at me that the enemy meant it for harm, but God, mm-hmm. but God, you turned it into good. Romans eight twenty eight, that's a that's a but God kind of verse, even though it doesn't say but God. And it just says that, you know, he causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are the called according to his purpose. He he doesn't cause all things to happen. He causes things to work together for our good. He takes and touches and massages things to where it now works for our good. Exactly. So it's just amazing. That's a but God mentality. And so we want to encourage you in that to, to say it out loud. I, I may be bent, but I will not be broken because I'm a but God. But God is on working on my behalf. That's good. That's good, yeah. too. That's yeah. Good. So we hope you're encouraged by this. And I uh, just want to say some shout outs. I'm not going to read these out loud today. I'm just going to say thank you to those of you that have uh, boosted us and, and have taken advantage of um, podcasting 2.0 on on um, 
apps like Castomatic and Fountain. We really love Fountain. We've just gotten to know some of those guys there and appreciate what they're doing. And we appreciate you, the notes you've sent us, the letters you've written in. Just so appreciate uh, Sir Brian with the I gave us a bump and get just a nice note and so appreciate it. Um, Sir Buys Grace mm-hmm. uh, also sent some emails. He always sends encouraging emails. Yes, he he does. loves Charles Stanley, Pastor Aww. Charles Stanley. So he sends little clips of these great messages from him. And so we so appreciate that. And of course, my, my, my buddy, Adam, the Podfather Curry, you know, he did, he did give a striper boost. So I'm just going to have oh, to yeah. do that. He says you have to do that. I have to do that. So <laughs> he gave me that file. So I've got to play it for him, but I do want to say thank you. Uh, thank you, my friend. I do wait. I did want to brag on him. So, so yes, I, we I want, do need again, to. I want to say thank you to everyone. Thank you for supporting us. Do go to our website, livingupinadownworld.com, and just leave a note, leave a comment. Let us know you're there. We are like those podcasters we were talking about. We sometimes wonder if this is landing anywhere, <laughs> but we're not going to give up because we believe God's called us to right. get the good news of Jesus Christ If it's Christ only for there. one, it's worth That's it. That's it, right. That's it. exactly right. But we've right. got to talk about Adam and what he did before we've we got leave. got to brag on Adam, my friend. So we go to the Spark Media Podcasters award show and the the night they had a gala where everybody dressed up and except for Tina and I. Well, y'all didn't know it was a formal. Well, I there was a did. little communication I breakdown. Said there was, and <laughs> Tina talked with Adam and he said, "No, they never do that in podcast world." And we get there and their women are all in long gowns and they're I mean they're some of them were to the hair do right? I've never seen anything like it. Um, now, some of the dudes were wearing like jeans and a jacket. You well, know, that would be and, you and Adam. Well, I didn't true. see anybody else. Everybody no, no, else? I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Even Rob Kilpatrick from Focus oh, on the Family. Okay. I got to say one other guy I met from Focus on oh, the yeah, Family. Oh, yeah, it was John. Yeah, John um, John Fuller. He's actually on the Focus Family bar, uh, Focus on the Family broadcast. He's one of the one of the presenters mm-hmm. on that, and he's got that golden voice. He's a radio personality. He came up and was talking to us, and and we had a wonderful conversation. He knew everything about our lives because he too has listened to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was, but when I heard his voice, I'm like, that voice is butter. Mm-hmm. Adam's got it's that just kind like of voice Adam. too. Yeah, they yes. got that broadcast voice, and it's just trained through the years of broadcast and. Anyway, it's a pleasure to meet Rob Kilpatrick and and John uh, Fuller. Just great guys doing a great work. So, so and I sat with Rob at the at the at the banquet or the gala. So that night they did all these presentations and uh, they brought Adam up. Of course, they had a picture of him from MTV. That was hilarious. Headbangers Ball That's back the picture in the day. When the I, classic when hair people picture. ask me about Adam or I let them know, you know, who they are. That's famous. They want to see that. That's the picture, picture. Yeah, because that's the hair. The it's the hair. I'll never forget. He had it. the hair. He had better hair than I did. He had better hair than most women had. Yes. So yeah, he had it all teased out and probably three gallons of Aquanet on it. Yeah, so, which he anyway. should have gotten some stock <laughs> from. So. <laughs> So he got up and spoke, and he did a masterful job of speaking about podcasting, dove into the history of it and how it was developed and how he and another guy, Dave, worked on that together. And uh, those first rudimentary meetings, he told about meeting Steve Jobs and Steve really coming behind him and supporting him and saying, we want to support this. We see a future in this. Certainly was. He made that call right. But he also he talked about the history, but he also talked about the present. And then he talked about the, the future. future of podcasting. It's really good. His delivery was spot on. 
and he used the term RSS. Everybody knows if you're in podcasting, you know what RSS feeds are. And they've been around a long time, and he called it the rock-solid signal. Yep, rock-solid signal. The rock-solid signal. signal that will never go away. It will always be constant. And, and, of course, he linked that to God, you know, this rock-solid signal we and get And I from love Christ. it when he said, I'm a new Christian. Yeah. It's only been within the last year, and everybody just clapped. clapped and, and cheered for him. And he him. said, but uh, I see that God's been in my life all along because he's the one who brought the the idea of podcasting that to me, so but I didn't know good. it at the time. He didn't know it till now. Ah, that was so my heart just powerful. Dropped. Yeah, it was so good. It was interesting. I had another somebody, I won't use their name, but they made the comment to me. They said, you know, I'm so glad that you've come alongside Adam and Tina and you're discipling them and walking with them. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Discipling them. They said discipling. Discipling and walking. I said, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, let me, let me say this. I said, this is a friendship mm-hmm. and he's not a project. Because people do think. They think in especially those Especially pastors. Yeah, they, they think have in projects. those terms. I don't have no, projects. I have no. friends. Yeah. And uh, none of my friends and I'll, no one will ever be a project to me. That's yeah. not the, that's yeah. not what we're about. And so I, I, I cut the guy off a little bit just to say, no, 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 that's not how this is. This is a friendship. I'm learning things from him. And he's learning. That's what a friendship is about. Iron sharpens well, it's iron. It's interesting to learn from someone that's a new Christian because oh. we've been Christians for so long, you kind of forget. Our, our perspective is different. Totally. Yes. Your, your, what you're framing and your, mm-hmm. what informs you is different. Yes. So it's been really refreshing to walk with Adam and Tina as they are on this really exponential growth trajectory. Unbelievable. Never seen anything like it in all of my years of ministry. I've never seen a couple grow as quickly as they have. God is doing things not only with them, but others that we are seeing coming into the faith. They're having accelerated growth. And that's a signal to me that revival and spiritual yes. awakening is it's at imminent. hand. It's, it's here. imminent. Yes. And so God's doing things quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage you, if you've not really stepped over the line to go all in with Jesus and you've thought about it, but you don't really know where to start, I want to encourage you, find a church where you live. Find a an, Bible, a Bible teaching, teaching church. church that teaches Jesus and um, plug in and find community and but but before you even do any of that just just right now you can just say lord jesus i've messed it up um it's not working out for me and i'm a sinner and i need you i need your help would you save me would you save me from the inside out would you change me from the inside out and just say this say i give you my past i give you my present and i give you my future and lord jesus come in and save me and here's the beauty. He loves that. When you invite him in, he comes in and he will save you. And now you are what the Bible calls born again. And that means that you'll be in eternity in heaven with him and with us together as family. And he wants you. He wants you to come to know him. And he already knows you, but he wants you to know him. And so we just offer that out as, a, as an invitation to give your life to Christ. Give your life to Jesus. If you have questions about that, go to our website livingupinadownworld.com and write me a note and I'd be glad 
to encourage you, to send you links to resources, whatever we can do to help you in your walk with Jesus. That's what it's about. Amen. Amen. Say amen, sister. Amen. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love you so okay, much. Okay, so we need to let our Wait, our, our our listeners I was about to know wax we're romantic. gonna we're gonna. Oh, thank you. I no, love too you late too, now. baby. The moment's gone. <laughs> I just want to let our listeners know that we're gonna move to Tuesday nights rather than Monday nights. Um, too many things keep coming up we on have a Monday day job. night. We yes. have jobs. <laughs> so Tuesday night we'll be releasing yeah. our podcast from now on. And um, in terms of a rhythm, that it's going to work a lot better for us. for us at this point. So sorry for the the one night off thing. It just we had so much going. You yesterday. had a meeting, big it was meeting insane. last night. Yeah. And two, good. we really want to protect our Sabbath day, and and our Sabbath for us, we take that on Monday. We want to guard that. Hey, we love you guys. We're so glad that you're with us. And we want you to live up in a down world. Reach out, let us know, and send us to a friend. Maybe this will encourage somebody you know. And if so, man, get the word out. Have a great week, y'all.